What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Sophia. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here, welcome back um, on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Usually, I try to release episodes on Mondays, um, but I do live in an apartment, so I try to like go with the flow of how noisy it is. Sometimes it's just like way too noisy to record um, in the area where I live. So whenever I can get to the mic in the middle of the day is usually ideal. And today, that was on a lovely Tuesday afternoon. It is finally, finally warm outside in Texas. I know you guys are like, it's literally January. Like, how is it warm? San Antonio, baby. It gets to be like 100 and God, I think think it was like 108 or something in July. It's definitely gotten worse in Texas before. But yeah, Uh, I'm just happy because there's a little bit of sunshine and it's actually really nice at this time um, in January. So I've been kind of enjoying the new year. It's finally my last semester of school. I will literally be graduating and getting my undergraduate degree in May, which is crazy. And honestly, that's what inspired the topic of this episode um, because while I've been like enjoying it and being like, oh, yay, so exciting, you know, last semester of school, it really has got me thinking a lot about what is coming next and figuring out life and really answering the the post-grad question um, that everybody likes to ask me at every single family function ever. Um, and I really think, you know, we all want to seem impressive to people when they ask us like what you're up to or like what your big plans are. And it can feel like a lot of pressure to feel like we have everything figured out when like we really don't, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely sitting in a place of life right now where I do not know what is coming next. I do not know the details and I am on the journey of trying to figure out the next steps in terms of building my life. And this does not necessarily have to apply to just graduating from school. You know, this can be for a career. Um, Maybe you are leaving school like me. Maybe you're stepping out of a relationship, like you're changing a relationship you may have been in for like a long time or it felt really definitive or redefining your life like in any way, you know, following any kind of redefining relationship, maybe like a divorce or just long term or just feeling lost, you know, like trying to redefine your identity and your sense of self. Um, And I've been wanting to make this episode for a really long time. And full disclosure is that like while writing this, I actually was really struggling. Um, I didn't just like sit down, whip this one up and I'm just coming to you guys like on my soapbox, you know, I actually like had to do a ton of self-analysis for this episode. I sat down, I had trouble writing it, I kind of spiraled while like trying to think of what to say and I ended up going on this really lovely walk. People at my apartment probably thought I was crazy. I was barefoot in the grass just like looking up at the sun, reconnecting with life and with myself. I was like, okay, when I write these episodes, I never want them to be just drilled out. They're always from the heart. They're always from a state of real reflection. They're not just, you know, me getting on the mic and saying whatever. Um, So I really did put a lot of heart and soul into this topic because I think it's something that is, it's really something that we need to have more comfort um, in regards to and feel like we're not alone in. And so I really wanted to touch on this. And hopefully if you're feeling this way, you can find a home uh, in this episode and understand that you are not alone in this at all. Um, I'm working on envisioning right now kind of what life has in store for me next. And I have a lot of friends and family that are doing the same. And this can be so many things. Like I said, like maybe you're even just like moving locations or you're changing to something that's really new. And that can be really scary, especially if we're unsure of what the specific next steps in our life hold. So today we're going to talk about what that means 
how to find that sense of direction and not in a cheesy way, in an actual genuine way, not in a like how to find yourself, you know, and how to embrace change while managing the anxiety that's that's natural to feel so much of the time when the water ahead just appears murky. Um, so before we dive in, I just kind of really wanted to start this episode based off of my experience um, from writing it. I want us all to take a big deep breath in. I hope that you can inhale and exhale with me and that you can take one big deep breath in, the biggest you've taken all day, to remind yourself that anxiety is just a feeling, it isn't the truth, and it will pass, and you are so ready and so brave, and in listening to this episode, I hope it sprouts some self-reflection and take a minute to ground yourself, because when we talk about topics that can be nerve-wracking, I definitely want to feel grounded first, to validate our emotions and let ourselves tap into you know, the hope that's really inherent in us and that joy and that trust before we start trying to, you know, make logical sense of these crazy emotions that we may have been feeling. Um, And I just want to say, if you clicked on this episode and you don't know what's next in your life or you're in a state of transitioning, you are not alone in this. Okay. That is a big takeaway I want all of you to have. This is a struggle that we all have to deal with. And no matter like what person you're talking to, no person and life has found their like quote unquote forever direction. You know what I mean? The headspace that that we all need to approach this in is understanding that releasing comparison with one another is one of the most important things when we're looking for direction. Because I feel like we live in an age where it feels like everybody's, you know, found where they want to go and we compare ourselves to this facade that the internet is just so good at painting, right? Like it just seems so, so for real on there sometimes that makes it seem like everybody has their shit together. And like that is so far from the truth. People find happiness and purpose, um, but no one has their shit together. And no one is free from the blind spots in life that everybody has to face that lack direction. Everybody faces some form of that at some point. If they're telling you otherwise, they are lying to you. Um, And it could look so many different ways. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying everybody goes through the same thing. Everyone's lives are drastically different, but As humans, we cannot escape the fact that there are blind spots in life. And so you definitely are not in this alone. This is something that every single human being has to face in one way or another. Also, trying to find where you're going is a really natural part of certain ages in your life as well. I feel like we go through waves of feeling insecure in our direction and then having to readjust. But everyone, you know, in their 20s, for example, is searching for where to go. Everyone who goes through divorce or breakup or an identity crisis has to find some form of a turnaround. And this isn't something that should make you feel isolated because it's something that is a natural part of being human. I feel like I feel like being human means being an explorer, you know? It means searching and it means discovering, but it never means being certain that we have it all figured out. And there's so much solidarity in that sense of community and that understanding, you know, that this is truly a collective experience and we're all there to guide each other. Even if you are feeling really lost right now, you could technically be someone's greatest teacher or inspiration and you don't even know it just by, you know, the virtue of living your life. I like to think about that sometimes when I'm like, okay, well, I feel like I have nothing together in my life. I don't know where anything's going, but it's like, okay, maybe I'm inspiring someone. And like, just by virtue of living your life, like think how many people you've met in your classes maybe or in friends or in acquaintances that inspire you and they might have no idea that they do so. You know, just remember that having your shit together is a matter of perspective. And at the end of the day, we are all in this together, even if our cyclical waves of confusion might, you know, come at different times. It is a high school musical moment in the end. 
Um, and that that is, you know, inexplicable. Like people cannot escape that fact. Um, and I created this episode just because I wrote this idea down after a doctor's appointment where they asked me when I wanted to reschedule my appointment, they were like, okay, how is a year from now? Um, they gave me like a random Wednesday in 2025 in March. They were like, will you be free on like Wednesday, whatever, March 2025? And I was like, huh? Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, I literally, I like broke down. I was like, I literally, I didn't break down to her, but like I had this thought in my head. I do not know what city I will be in next year. I do not know what my job will look like. It kind of like sent me down the spiral. I was driving home from that appointment and I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that are not defined for me right now. There's so many things where I don't get to look down the timeline and have a perfect concrete answer for everyone who asked me, you know, if I'll be free in March of 2025. Like I couldn't even look at my Google calendar because it's my school Google calendar and that will be gone in a year from now. So naturally, you know, I am a cancer, of course. So I'm definitely like homes mean a lot to me in that sense and like having a sense of stability and understanding of what stability will look like long term and I'm learning throughout the years how important it is to be able to ride the waves as they come you know rather than trying to build a giant fort in a storm that will definitely knock it down like the a storm is coming that wants to destroy for me that's graduation <laughs> like a storm is coming it is going to knock down what i have known it is going to knock down the sense of community or maybe the sense of home and no matter what i try to project no matter what fort i'm trying to build to outlast the storm like it's going to get knocked down so the thing is we can you know plan our lives out detail by detail i could tell you where i'm going to go to grad school and the type of person i'm going to marry and exactly how many kids i want and in what year you know i'll be retiring from my perfectly defined career choice but that plan will definitely close to 100% likely be wrong, you know, and I'm I'm not just like saying this to comfort myself. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I like to do my customer discovery research and my little, you know, interviews with people. Um, and I like asking people their advice and asking people what they think about things. And I've talked to a lot of elders, um, especially just because I think that elders can, they have so much like wisdom for us. And I feel like we overlook it. So I like to talk to my grandpa. I made, I asked him like, okay, give me advice for right now. And he told me that the biggest thing I need to remember is to stop and smell the roses, that my career choice will a thousand percent be different in 10 years from what I think it's going to be right now. And of course he told me his story and he said that I can't control things by trying to pretend I know what's coming. And that was just really, really comforting to me because the more people I ask, the more they say that they're like, adults are funny. I say that as a technical adult, but like, you know, our elders are funny in the sense that they want us to have this plan for our career, but they also know that it's going to change because it's changed a million times over for them or they wish it had changed. So I think at the end of the day, it's a practice, you know, in letting go, in ebbing and flowing. It's not about how do I take this open-ended question of what I'm going to do and fill in the blank and tell you the story and give you the concrete answer more so it's about leaving the page blank. You know what I mean? Letting that page be blank and practicing being okay with the fact that it is filled in day by day. And of course, we can jot some things down in pencil for our long-term plan, but remembering that they definitely need to be able to be erased and need to be able to be changed because our desires change month by month. You know, they change day by day even, and we need to be able to change the direction we want to go at any given moment. But it's a constant practice, I have found, I I think, and I am practicing this 
every single day. I'm trying to do my best. I honestly think I have gotten better in like August probably or September. I was doing so badly in terms of like acceptance of the future. I was like, oh my gosh, like everything's going to crumble, you know, and it was really weighing me down. And I've made a constant practice out of the act of acceptance. Like when I get those feelings being like, inhale, I do not know, exhale, so I don't try to pretend, you know, and I repeat that to myself when I don't know. Um, And that has actually helped me a lot. And I feel like, you know, this constant practice, we, we kind of take this acceptance and we say like, okay, the only thing I can actually see is today is the moment right now, you know, maybe, maybe next week too, but, (laughs) but like we can't see maybe next year if we're graduating or moving or uh, whatever. And we have to accept that and saying, it's okay that, and I have nothing to prove to anyone because I feel like that's what stresses us out. It's not necessarily not knowing. It's more so the fact that we have to feel like we have an answer for people or we have to feel like we know. Um, because we know, we know, obviously you guys are listening to this. We trust the universe. We know everything works out for us. Um, it's a lot more so about releasing that expectation to feel like we know and being like, okay, I don't have to prove to anybody anything. Like I don't have to whip out my Google calendar from March, 2025 for the PA at my doctor's office. (laughs) Like she's not, it's okay. Like she's a minimum wage worker. Girlie does not care, you know, and no one can expect you to know where your life is heading. And if they do, or if they're trying to pull that out of you, just remind them that like, it is up to you and you get to decide where you're going as you go along. So you could just say, I'm here for the ride. I have visions and um, I don't have an answer for you right now. And that's okay, you know? And I know you're probably thinking like, Sophia, that's scary as shit. Like give us some actual coping mechanisms. And I know telling you that we can't figure out the answer and disappointing you with the news uh, that this podcast cannot give you the answer for your life is scary too. Um, but the only thing that can make it not scary is practice, is affirming to ourselves, is that practice of letting go and affirming to ourselves that we are allowed to not know. Just say that to yourself over and over again, no matter how old it sounds, and reminding ourselves, hey, you know, it's okay to write the story as it goes along. It's kind of like how, okay, you know when you were a little kid and you were afraid of monsters? Maybe you weren't, but I definitely was. And as we would get older, we would remind ourselves because our parents were like, hey, there's no monsters under your bed. Like, it's fine. And you would be like, okay, there's no monsters under my bed. Like, mom said there's no monsters. It's fine. I can go to sleep. Um, and we would do that over and over again until one day, you know, you're like 11 or 12 or something and you're not thinking about monsters under your bed anymore because you've practiced being okay with going to sleep in the dark. You know what I mean? You've practiced that. You've told yourself over and over, hey, it's okay. You've self-soothed. You've taken advice from your mom. Hopefully you can take some advice from me today and you can self-soothe and say, hey, it's okay. You know, but you let yourself sit in the discomfort and that's what made it so different. You practice acceptance of the situation and you created worlds of comfort and peace for yourself by making yourself feel safe in the dark. And that's what you have to do right now if you do not know where you're going. Let yourself feel safe in the dark. You don't have to freak out spastically searching for the light because I cannot provide you with the light right now. And you maybe cannot provide you with the light right now. You might not be in that phase of life and that's okay. So like get comfy, get cozy and remind yourself that there are no monsters. And I do want to say, what about planning? You know, like it's important, right? To have a sense of direction when you're heading into the dark. And honestly, I will say absolutely. I think that planning 
as the famous quote goes, is futile yet necessary. You know, our plans will change as we go along, but etching things in pencil for our life plan, it's a good practice so that we have something that drives us. So that we have, you know, those standards and expectations as we go along. It's kind of like how in the dating episode, I don't know if you guys have listened, but if you haven't, um, check it out. I talk about how having dating expectations before you go out there is really important because otherwise you're just kind of thrown where anybody takes you. You know what I mean? Which you don't necessarily want. You want to have expectations for yourself in terms of the way you want to feel, in terms of the outcomes you want to achieve that hold your standard up regardless of the circumstance around you being completely unpredictable. For example, you know, if I'm moving out right now, I might not know exactly what I want my career to look like or what I want my life to look like, but I know a few things and I need to build my life around those things that I know. For example, I I love, I keep saying for example, but it's literally just like my life. For example, um, I know that I want to be living near or with my friends. I know I want to live somewhere where I see the sun because otherwise I get depressed. Um, I know I want to do something in the realm of marketing policy or, you know, social justice work. I know how much I want to be able to make in a year in terms of money. I know my non-negotiables for my relationships and my non-negotiables for the things I spend my money on, etc. And to me, that is the great balance. You know what I mean? We need to be able to trust the process of life and trust that the circumstances will unfold. But setting up those expectations and setting up realistically generally where you want to go is how to make sure that your shot in the dark hits the target um when i wrote down the idea for this podcast i etched down this little uh phrase in my notebook compass versus map and by this what i mean is we do not have to have an exact roadmap of where we're going we probably don't even if we do it's definitely wrong and it's going to change We might not know exactly the circumstances and details of what our lives are going to look like, which is everything we just talked about, getting comfortable in the dark. But we do have an inner compass, and that inner compass is the beautiful, beautiful thing called our intuition. And the way that it points, in my opinion, is dictated by those standards that we set for ourselves and others and by our gut feeling. That planning that is futile yet necessary is, you know, what is the nuts and bolts for our internal compass. We know that we can't see the details. Um, and that the details will be different than what we think. But all of those things that we like to put our expectations for form the internal compass within us. They point us away from bad people. They point us toward our expectations so that our greatest desires can be fulfilled, whether we know exactly what they look like right now or not. You know, it's learning to listen to our intuition when we're making big decisions and we can know that we trust that intuition because we've built this beautiful compass based around the things that we want. So even if you don't know what you want in your life right now or what that looks like, one really, really great way to get a grasp on what we're feeling, even if we don't know the details, is to make your expectations lists. Um, for me, I like to make like actual lists. You, you know me. You've been on here. Uh, we, we love making lists and just like journaling stuff out. But here's some good ones to make in my opinion and i will also post these on my instagram as a reminder um it's always in the description box so you can go reference it and put it into practice but um your expectations list should include your expectations for others so that can be you know relationships like say your boyfriend or girlfriend your friends etc your family um your expectations for self so what you expect of yourself how you expect yourself to perform how you expect yourself to be 
you know, maybe that's health. Maybe that's in terms of like the standards that you have for the way you take care of yourself, et cetera, as well as our expectations for money. Um, and this way, this will set the things that you expect in terms of the people you're around, in terms of the way you hold yourself accountable, and in terms of the money that you want to be receiving for the work you're doing and help you make career decisions as they come up, you know, because then if you're hit with, say, a big job opportunity, you get to hold it up next to your list and that's your compass, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe you have that internal compass like mentally, like maybe you've made these lists mentally, you already know how much you want to make, you kind of know the vibes of what you want. Um, and if you're given this job opportunity, uh, does it meet the expectations for the income that you want that's on your money expectations, you know, or does it sacrifice um, an expectation for yourself, a promise you made to yourself maybe to travel across the world? Um, and this will help you know you're heading in the right direction. If you want to write them an actual list, I, I, I definitely say do that because then you can also look back when you're 40 and like giggle at yourself for not knowing where you were. <laughs> but you can also just note them in your head. But of course, these expectations are ever changing depending on what it is that you want in your life. Above all, though, is your intuition, the body and the mind and the spirit. They work in tandem, you guys. It is those together. And I honestly think we forget about this great balance a lot of the time because it's not about knowing every detail, every step of the way of what our lives are going to look like. Um, it's not about being able to you know, know what the light looks like at the end of the tunnel. Um, but it's also not sitting around and hoping you know, something falls into your lap. Get real comfy cozy in the dark, of course, but also make sure that you are creating. Um, I like to look at it this way, and I was explaining it this way to my mom. I was like, okay, I like to consider myself a doer. And what I would say is like, if you're a doer, if you're always doing and creating and seeking and exploring, which is what it means to be human, it is unavoidable that the things you want in your life are creating themselves and seeking you out too. You know what I mean? It's about making sure that you're a doer um, because if you're doing, if you're creating, if you're building that internal compass and you're looking at all these opportunities around you and you're overwhelmed by all of the beautiful opportunities, um, you're also always aware that you can never know exactly what's coming next, but whatever it is, it's going to be good. You know what I mean? And the actual outcome, though it may never be in your hands, will definitely be great because that internal compass is guiding you where you want to go. Don't neglect your intuition in this wonderful balance. It's the way that your body speaks to you when you're trying to make a decision. You know, we have all these logical expectations, the expectations list to guide us, which to me, uh, help me make sense of situations and help me to build my life slowly but surely. But a lot of the time, we also need to go within and trust what our gut is telling us. I know it's hokey advice, which is why I put it last. I want to give like the logical expectations list and like taking care of yourself when you're in that dark place first. But I also think it's important to include the intuition advice because our intuition will never fail us if we learn how to listen to it. Our gut will um, tell us things that we don't even understand. Um, and I had a girl tell me once, she was like, just follow your excitement. She was a mentor of mine. She was like, you will be okay as long as you follow your excitement. Don't, don't ignore your excitement. Follow where it's going. That will help you build that compass um, no matter what, even if you don't have a map. Um, and the actual map like itself, even if you don't have it now, realistically, it's only going to be drawn out when we're all done with life's journey, like if we're being real. So it's okay to focus on building that compass and direction is something that fluctuates. You know, no one finds their direction, quote unquote, and then follows that the rest of their lives to like happily ever after our direction and where we want to go next 
is constantly changing. So as long as our desires are changing, as long as we're experiencing new things that are changing the things we want out of life, where we need to be going will always be changing as well. And that is so, so far from a bad thing. That is the most exciting, adventurous thing in the world. And I just wanted to finish. There's this really cute quote um, on my roommate's wall. And I love it. She's had it for years. I literally just like crept into her room and took a picture. And I was like, I'm going to read this at the end of my episode. Um, shout out to Kate. But uh, this is the quote. And I think her mom sent it to her. It says, finding yourself is not really how it works. You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat pocket. You are also not lost. Your true self is right there, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid that became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself. It's an unlearning. It's an excavation. It's a creation. It's a remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. And it's creating from there. And I think that that is really, really beautiful. So just know that we are all on this journey together and that is all I have for you wonderful people this week. I'm so grateful uh, for you tuning into the podcast. I wish you all the very, very best um, in this day and in this week. I really appreciate um, when y'all leave reviews on the podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, wherever you're listening. I've loved the little Instagram DMs and emails that I'm getting from you guys. So definitely stay tuned. My TikTok and Instagram, as always, are in the description box. Uh, You can shoot me an email with ideas. I love getting ideas for new affirmation episodes. Uh, That's been really fun recently, as well as like meditations. But I love all of you. Thank you so much for joining in today. And I will see you next week.